When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, uh, one and all, here, out there, all around the world to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Let's start off. Right off the bean, a shout-out to my fellow Catholics, because today is Ash Wednesday. This year, this year, uh, for Lent, I'm giving up, and this is true, peanut M&Ms. And uh, Tucker Carlson is giving up trying to bang the green one. Good luck. Folks in the Midwest might have to give up even more today because an historic three-day storm is set to bring snow, ice, and extreme cold across the U.S. That's right, my fellow dads out there. This is it. Approaching storms are our Olympics. For the next 72 hours, your job is to breathlessly follow the AccuWeather radar tracker and give constant updates to the family group chat. Doesn't matter if no one lives in the storm's path. I got my message ready, okay? A boy, it's really coming down out there. Snowflake emoji, snowman emoji. Love, Dad. P.S. I'm gonna go salt the front stoop again. (laughs) But it's not just... Was I supposed to have an actual phone? I thought I was supposed to have an actual phone. I don't... It's called acting, what I just did there. It's not just cold on the horizon. Half the U.S. is set to freeze, while the other half is facing record high temps. It's a meteorological phenomenon known as any couple sharing a bed. (laughs) You don't get that joke. Just wait. (laughs) Speaking of locations, Ohio. They're still dealing with the aftermath of the devastating train derailment in East Palestine, and yesterday, the EPA ordered Norfolk Southern to handle and pay for all cleanup efforts, adding they must pay to clean the mess that they created. That's right, little mister. That's right. Who do you think you are? You clean up your own disaster. What do you think? A maid comes in here and processes all your flaming chemicals? You get this toxic dirt out right now or you are not going on the choir trip. (laughs) Yesterday... We heard from Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw, who did his best to reassure residents that their town is safe. I've come back multiple times. I'm drinking the water here. Yes. (laughs) I've drank in the water. (laughs) And me brain fine. No poison (laughs) uppy. Refreshing. (laughs) Shaw isn't the only one hanging out in Ohio because today, the former president visited East Palestine... And he is not scared of being exposed to toxic chemicals because he clearly already has. (laughs) Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's vinyl chloride. (laughs) Now, this this, this trip for him, uh, it's a little awkward because he's visiting after having cut rail regulations as president. 
Or as a Philadelphia Inquirer op-ed put it, the ex-president will return to the scene of his crime. Yeah. It's a little awkward. A little awkward. Not easy. Now, this may be a surprise to you, but the former president was not just in Ohio out of the goodness of his heart. You see, his 2024 presidential run has gotten off to a rocky start, struggling to generate excitement. So he viewed the visit as a major campaign event. Yeah. Yeah, no, it can't be. It's fitting that he's trying to restart his campaign in East Palestine because much like the fish there, it's dead in the water. <laughs> when he... When he... There you go. When he finally touched down, he was accompanied by Don Jr. and J.D. Vance. Or as he calls them, which one of you is my son? (laughs) (laughs) Been a while. Then it was speech in time. Now, keep in mind, this is a shattered community. So it was important that the former president stay focused on their crisis for at least two minutes before detouring just a little. I don't know if you remember when Ohio State wasn't going to be playing football for another season. And uh, I called the head of the Big Ten, Big Ten football. I said, you got to get this football open. Spoken like a guy who totally knows how football works. (laughs) You got to open up the football to get the delicious delicious pig meat inside. (laughs) Then... <laughs> then he, he wrapped it up with this inspiring message. It's an honor to help, and you're well on your way. And that was a tragedy, uh, close to an unbelievable tragedy. Could have been really bad. And uh, thank goodness that didn't happen. What? <laughs> didn't happen? Thank goodness. What part of giant toxic plume would you classify as not really bad? Reminds me of that famous footage of the Hindenburg disaster. Oh, how close to an unbelievable tragedy. Could have been really bad. Phew, crisis averted. Oh, the football is open. Oh, speaking of train wrecks, uh, the former president's life, he is under investigation uh, down in Georgia for interfering in the 2020 election. There you go. With a theme. The grand jury has wrapped up its investigation, and now we know they are recommending multiple indictments. Boom! Boom! Yeah, baby. There is no way he's getting away this time unless he does that thing where he always gets away every time. Now, the grand jury only recommends... Indictments. The final decision goes to the Fulton County DA, but the forewoman of the jury is now speaking out. She can't reveal anything, but her face says a thousand words. Did the grand jury recommend an indictment of former President Trump? I'm not going to speak on exact indictments. She seems like a fun person to interview. (laughs) Ma'am, I invite you to the Ed Sullivan Theater anytime to play poker. (laughs) I've got nothing. (laughs) Now, 
a lot of people have been giving this particular juror grief for speaking out, but she has a good civic reason. Why do you want to speak out publicly? Because this was a really cool experience. I think it's really important, like, in general, to not try to skip jury duty. She's right. Jury duty is a really cool experience. It's all the fun of a waiting room with none of the magazines. <laughs> and all of you, listen to me, all of you should do your jury duty so they don't call me. I'm busy that day. <laughs> I got a thing. But what was her favorite part of jury duty? My coolest moment was shaking Rudy Giuliani's hand. No! Girl, no. First of all, he's one of the people you're there to indict. Second, second, don't you know where that hand has been? <laughs> Unfortunately. Really? Okay. Unfortunately, uh, there's news about Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Seen here at a kindergarten recital. This week, old Marge tweeted, we need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states. Everyone I talk to says this. Yes, everyone I talk to says this. Me, my gun, the crazy screaming lady who lives in the mirror and will never stop crying. Someone should take away her gun. (laughs) Now, it sounds, it sounds like Green is advocating for states to secede from the union, but she promises it's totally not that. A national divorce is not a civil war. It's actually separating by red states and blue states um, and making state rights and state power a lot stronger than it is right now. Yes, it's like Abraham Lincoln famously said, a house divided against itself is actually a lot stronger than it is right now. (laughs) Vaccines have microchips. So people don't remember that. People don't remember that he was against the microchips because... Microchips. So, Green doesn't want a civil war, or does she? Because she also said this. The last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Um, No one wants that. At least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going that direction. Because you're pushing it that direction. You're the chief spokesperson for civil war. This is like Sir Mix-a-Lot saying, the last thing my anaconda wants is buns, huns. (laughs) But it's going in that direction. So what does she want? Well, it's not much better. Here's what Green proposed. I think that, you know, red states could choose uh, in how they allow people to vote in their states. What I think would be something that some red states could propose is, well, okay, if if Democrat voters uh, choose to flee these blue states, once they move to a red state, guess what? Maybe you don't get to vote for five years. Guess what? First of all, that's the most unconstitutional idea I've ever heard. (laughs) Second, how would you identify Democratic voters? We got an NPR tote bag waiting in line. Uh Uh-oh, gluten-free muffin at 11 o'clock. Gluten-free muffin, move, move, move! (laughs) We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Eugene Levy. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight is a four-time Emmy award-winning actor you know from Best in Show, the American Pie movies, and Schitt's Creek. He's now hosting a new series, The Reluctant Traveler. Is it poisonous? Very venomous. Very venomous. Venomous snakes. This species has a very hemotoxin venom. Right. So you have a snake bite by this yeah. kind. It's not going to be nice. No, because... it won't be pleasant. <laughs> Let's say you get bit by an eyelash viper snake. How long would you have before, you know, you'd have to seriously think about right. your own demise? About an hour you're going to have. Have an hour to get to the hospital. That's right. And the hospital is how far? 45 minutes away. It's 45 minutes away. That's right. Let's say it's rush hour. Rush hour. You got to run. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, why we, we take very careful with this type of species. Of yeah, species. no kidding. So lucky to see it, to be honest. Very lucky. This <laughs> cool. is talk about luck. There you go. It's just amazing. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Eugene Levy. Thank you. Wow. Love, lovely, to, lovely to have you back. A, a giant Great. of comedy. Thank yes. you for being here. Great to be back. I and think so it's... distinguished. You look fantastic. You, you got a cross between Leonard Bernstein and, and Neil Diamond going on right now. I'll take both. Yeah. I'll take both. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I get more, uh, I guess I get more suave the older I get. That's what it is. Maybe it's yeah. gray in the temples. Gray Smoke in on the, the temples. Rip, but still fire down below. <laughs> I asked you about something backstage. If you don't mind, you've got a lovely pin on right here. It's like a snowflake pin well, with a maple leaf right in the middle. Yeah. Explain to the people the, what we're looking at Yes, here. this is the, uh, the Order of Canada. I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm now a companion uh, for the Order of Canada, which is the kind of top tier. I became a member 10 years ago. So it's a member of the Order of Canada and, and a then companion. And you, then you can get promoted to officer, and then you can get promoted to companion... I just skipped officer, and I was made a companion uh, this year. Wow. So I... Very big honor. That is. That sounds tremendous. That, and now, now Canada will never be lonely. I will always be a companion to mm, my country. That's very nice. Truly is a, is a, a terrific honor, and I love wearing this. Congratulations. It's, 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 it's quite lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Now... Hmm. You, you're hosting a new show on Apple TV Plus, and yeah. it's called The Reluctant Traveler, yeah. in which it brings you to destinations like Finland, uh, the Maldives, yeah. uh, South Africa, uh, elsewhere. This sounds like a fantastic gig. How did this come about? 
Well, I got, I got a, so I get a call saying, uh, you know, Apple TV Plus wants you to host a travel show, and it was about hotels initially, exotic hotels around the world. I really think nice it was places. called uh, Room with a View when it was pitched to me. Yeah. And I, of course, and, and so I get excited thinking, I'm getting one of these calls? to travel around the world visiting all these great hotels. And then, you know, in the next couple of sentences, I'm thinking, okay, all right, just a minute, just a minute. But you don't like traveling. <laughs> You're not really a curious person. You have no sense of adventure. <laughs> not really an explorer. Uh, they got the wrong guy. I'm, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy for this. So I said, I said, I'm, I'm not the guy. I, honestly, I think you can find a better person who truly enjoys this kind of thing. What I didn't know was after that call, they got together, the executive and the producer, and said, that's the show. That's the show. It's He can host the show, but he doesn't like it, and we need that in the show. <laughs> that gives the show its personality. That sets it apart. That's the show. So they pitched that version to me, and I said, that makes sense. <laughs> Of a sort. Of a, well, of a, of a, of a sort. Wait a second. Of, of why, a sort. Because... Why don't you... I mean, you, I'm sure you had to do a lot of traveling throughout your career. Why don't you like traveling? It broadens the mind. I... I you know, because I... Everything is just... It's so discombobulating. I don't know. I mean, you know, like packing. I'm... I'm, I'm night before a trip, I'm packing. I overpack. I, I have a tendency to overpack. You know why? I like options. I like to have options. <laughs> Uh, you know, I never know what I want to wear, so I'm looking at a suitcase, and I've got a bag full of stuff I know I'm not going to wear, but there it is. It's in the bag. Just What's the matter with me? I mean, yes. I don't... Why can't I just wear stuff I know I'm going to wear? Okay, now we get to the airport, and you're getting into security, and what do you see? You see a security line from here to Newark. And you work your way up to the front of the line, and then it's just, uh, do you want to take your shoes off? Okay, fine, your shoes are coming off, your watch is coming off, your belt is coming off, your phone is going in, your laptop, your coat is going in. You're watching your life rolling away from you <laughs> in seven bins that haven't been cleaned since 1790. <laughs> and... Okay, yes, and... That, and you're being berated by a security person who sure. just said, I, not that bin. Not that, Ben. No, they're underneath. They're underneath. And why are they so hostile? Because they've been saying, take off your shoes all day. Wouldn't that make you hostile? So you, you, you don't mind being other places. You just hate the process of getting there. Yes, I hate the process of getting there. And then, and then you've got to retrieve all your stuff from the bins that have, you know, passed you by. I'm trying to get past the security line. I can't... There's more than the security I'm, line for traveling. I'm telling you, by the time I'm out of the security line, the only place I want to go is home. <laughs> well, what about no happy trips? No happy... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You you have been married to your love of the wife, uh, Debbie, right? Deb. Deb, yes. sorry, Deb. Uh, yes. I didn't want to get too familiar. Deb. Uh, for 45 <laughs> years, right? 45, 45 years. Good for you. Yeah. 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 And that... What about... Did you have a good time on your honeymoon? We... had no honeymoon. None. We got married on a Sunday. We were back at work on Monday at the Second City. 
Oh wow! I was I was in Second sure. City, oh, I know and my wife Deb was uh, was working at the Second City yeah. as, a, as a hostess. So we uh, Sunday we worked, uh, of course, uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Sunday was our wedding day. Monday we're back at work. Wow. Did we sh- she- we should take a honeymoon. I think yeah. at some point. You're, I think I think at this point you probably got the scratch. You could probably get yourself a nice, you know, go down to Boca. You're gonna love it. Um, she, she loves traveling about as much as I do. So, wow. yeah. We have to take a brief break, but we're right back with more Eugene Levy. Everybody, stick around. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're back with the host of The Reluctant Traveler, Eugene Levy. Okay, you've done um, a, a lot of ensemble acting, obviously, SCTV, the Christopher Guest films, the American Pie series of instructional videos, yeah. uh, <laughs> Shit's Creek, uh, but now you are playing... Now you're, you're not playing anything. You're yourself in this series. Yeah. What is that like for you, <clears throat> and have you ever just been yourself before? It's frightening. It why? was frightening. I have my own opinion. Because, you know, I've spent 50 years being a character actor, okay? And, 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 I, and the further removed a character is from who I am, mm-hmm. the more comfortable and the more fun it was. The closer it got to who I am, yes. the more nerve-wracking it got. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. Schitt's Creek, I played a character that was very close to who I am, and that was frightening off the top, you know, getting into that. But nevertheless, it was a character. This is... There's no character here. It's just me. And, you know, it, it is... Uh, I, I'm just uncomfortable. You know, I, I've never done it before. It's the first time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, you, you, I mean you, you, you had a Second City background as well. I have you Second played City character on stage. This is the first, time, this is the first job played... I've ever done that is not right. a character. So, yet. how was that, the first night you did it? Terrifying. Okay. And also, it's such a burden because my character always knows what he wants. My character always has an opinion of things and people and events. I have to take a lot more time to think about what I think about something because I'm responsible for what I say and do. My character could do anything he wants. And somebody else will decide whether or not it stays in the piece. If I had a character that was sitting in this chair right now, you'd be hearing laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what it's you're saying. It's frightening just being yourself. Right. You do a pretty good Eugene Levy, though, I gotta say. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, just back to Shit's Creek, uh, Creek for just a moment, because it's such a beloved show, and it was such an amazing experience. You're really doing it with uh, your, Catherine O'Hara and your family there, your son and daughter. Yeah. Is, is, there, is there any more in the future? Is, there, is that going to happen again? Because people love that show. Well, you know, I, uh, we, we love... We, of course, we love that show, and we love the cast, and we would do anything to be able to work with that, that, that cast again. Just a great, talented, brilliant uh, bunch of uh, actors... And, um, you know, my son Daniel has, has always said, you know, it really depends on the idea. Um, if, if there's an idea for a Schitt's Creek follow-up that can 
you know, take us uh, to an even higher point than we left off on the show, I think that would be a good starting point for that, for that project. So if and when that idea, you know, happens, I think we'd be more than delighted to actually get in and do it again. But nothing... <laughs> no, nothing, no, nothing right now. You might have noticed, the people at home probably noticed, you might have noticed on the little monitor out here that every time we say the word Shit's Creek... It comes up on screen. Yeah, I know, but that's been going he, on. We've been, going, been going on for so CBS. Just for people to know, CBS will not allow me to say Shit's Creek without it going up on screen, so the audience at home knows exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been going on for seven years. Yes, and, you know, and, yeah. and the whole thing about that show was that it's it's actually somebody's name. It's it's a name. It is a tr it is a name. Shit is a name. It is. It's a name. You can find it in any phone book. I mean, that's how we sold it to the network that broadcast our show, was saying it's, an, it's a real name. Right. Yes. <laughs> Not the other one. Not the other one, no. no. but our, our, our shit is the real shit. It's like it's the real... <laughs> you know? That should be carved on something. Oh. Yes. Eugene, lovely to see you again. Hey, thanks, Stephen. The Reluctant Traveler premieres Friday on Apple TV+. Eugene Levy, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.